Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. News Radio KMOX, the home of the Cardinals. Baseball postseason does continue. Just four teams are still alive after Cleveland was knocked out today. Yankees, Astros open up the ALCS tomorrow. The NLCS underway as we speak. Padres and Phillies are playing game one in San Diego. Very happy to uh, welcome onto the program right now. One of my favorite people to be able to talk baseball with. He is Jesse Rogers, uh, covers uh, Major League Baseball for ESPN. You can follow him on Twitter at Jesse Rogers ESPN. Hey, Jesse, thanks for the time. How are you? I'm doing well, just watching a little ball, just got finished watching the Yankees. So, uh, yeah, final four, ready to go. All right, let's start with the big question for Cardinals fans because you are based out of Chicago. There are a lot of Cardinal fans out there that are clamoring for the team to sign Wilson Contreras. Do you think there's much of a chance of that happening? Um, I think there's a chance. I think they're going to be looking around, yes. Um, I don't think he's returning to the Cubs. I'm not sure he'd be number one on their list, though. Um I know it's an organization that like prioritizes pitching. We kind of know that he's more of an offensive catcher than a defensive catcher. You just had one of the best defensive catchers retire. So I'm not sure if they're going to hand over that, that staff to Wilson Contreras or not, but if they do the calculations, they will, we'll give up a little defense to have some offense and he's going to age well with the DH. Then that's a different story. So, I mean, I think, I think he's in the mix. Uh, simply because there's an opening, and um, but the, then again, why, why isn't he returning to the Cubs? They don't really have a catcher in waiting necessarily. So the, I think you know these are kind of questions that um, Mosellock and, and the Cardinals brass have to think about. I'm, I'm not sure that he really fits their profile necessarily. Um, I know he would love to have five years, so anybody that offers him five years is going to get him. Um, but he's still going to cost you eighty million over four years at least, and uh, I'm not sure that the Cardinals. Um, would be in on that, but I, I wouldn't rule him out necessarily. I just don't know if he'd be number one on their list. If you were the decision maker for the Cardinals, if you were in John Mosellock and Michael Kirsch's spot right now, how much of your decision making process would be based upon the way the season came in the postseason, or do you look at that as almost a random type of occurrence and you just try to address things as, as you would have anyways? Yeah, I think it's the second thing. Um, you know, everyone's making a big deal out of the, the division winners that had buys and the wild card teams. I don't think these upsets are happening because of buys or anything else other than short series. If you want to complain about something, complain that you played 162 games just to play a best of three or a best of five even. I mean, I think every round should be best of seven, to be honest, but that's a whole other story. I also think that, you know, the playoffs should start like in September. They should shorten the regular season if you're going to have all these rounds but best of three is very random. So, no, I would not react to the playoff loss. I think you have to sort of fill a leadership you know, situation there with, with Pujols, Molina, and, and possibly Wainwright moving on. You know, there's those kind of questions. Like in terms of the, the Cardinals, good team, good organization, sure, you always want a little bit more depth, especially on their pitching staff. 
Um, you know, Wainwright didn't end the season well. He explained himself on Twitter the other. I saw that the other day. Um, you certainly didn't have your pit, your pitchers peaking necessarily. Montgomery was was better probably right after the trade than late, right? Um, Quintana was really good. That was a little bit of a surprise. But anyway, I, I don't think you have to react to the loss so much. It's a good team, good organization. You're always just trying to be a little bit better than you were the year before. The 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 baseball postseason is always random, and it always will be random. But this year with the three-game series, that much more so. It, I, I don't – I like the occasional upset. I like seeing, um, you know, the the Cinderella every once in a while. But more often than not, I want to see the better teams winning and the best possible teams of the World Series. I've gotten some pushback, honestly, from my listeners on that. There's a lot of people out there that evidently take issue with me saying that, and they just want to see upsets and everything being random. Where do you kind of sit on this and maybe what's best for baseball? Well, no, here's the thing. We talk about upsets, but are they really upsets? These are all really good teams. I mean, I know there's a difference between 100 wins and 90 wins, but at the end of the day, the 90-win team is still really good. So to me, even with the third wild card, I don't even consider these that dramatic of upsets, especially because you're playing short series. I mean, the worst team in the league can beat the best team in the league in a best of three. So now fast forward to the playoffs where everybody is pretty darn good. Um, you can't tell me the Phillies are so much worse than Atlanta or New York just because they finished in third place. Look at that team. That's a good team. So I, I don't I don't even consider them major, major upsets. And so I guess my point is I don't have a problem with whoever wins. I just don't love the fact that you play 162 and then it comes down to a best of three. It, it just feels weird. You don't really – I mean, the better teams will prevail the longer a series goes. So I don't think it's fair to, to, to force the Cardinals to play the best of three after – you know, winning the division. But that's a whole other story. I don't mind the upsets because I don't even feel like they're really upsets when you're talking about 90-win teams beating 100-win teams. They're still two good teams. The easy answer if you're going to extend series is just get rid of off days, and I know that kind of goes against the way the playoff model has been built, but if Major League Baseball sat there and said, okay, we're going to go 5-7-7 as opposed to Three five seven or whatever they could, they wouldn't have to extend the season that much more. If maybe they have just one off day in those seven game series and don't have off days in the five game series, and the playoff schedule more closely resembles what you do in the regular season. I don't mind that because I also do like the fact that 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 what what comes into play there is depth of your team, right? Yeah. When we've seen playoffs with the off days where three relievers, two relievers are used. Well, that doesn't really mimic the regular season at all. So I don't have a problem with that. Like the more um, that that's where the better teams will win. This is where the upsets happen. The Dodgers or the Mets are so good for the regular season. But what happens in the playoffs? Your roster gets trimmed down. Who you use, especially on the mound, gets trimmed down. So all of a sudden, you know, Wheeler and, and, um, and Nola are just as good as any top two that you could throw out there. But if you extend it to five starters or four starters, okay, that's where the Dodgers are better than other teams. So if you if you want to see the best teams win, that's where you 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 extend series, you make them best of seven, you you cancel off days, and now you really show who has the depth on each team because playoffs really don't show that they're a different animal. I think we've known that forever but especially so in best of three and best of five. Yep, I'm all in on canceling off days. I don't know if baseball will ever do it, but to me that seems like the uh, the easy answer to all this. 
Jesse Rogers from ESPN is continuing to to join us. There's some really good stories here. I mean, just the fact that the Padres have not had postseason success in a really long time. The Phillies making the managerial change. Uh, you think about Dusty still looking for uh, the you know trying to win at the highest level from a Cardinal standpoint. The former Cardinals who are with the Yankees. Like I just look at these playoffs and here in St. Louis, but across the country as well, it feels like there's a lot of really good stories. Absolutely, I love it. I absolutely love it. I think I do enjoy teams that aren't there every year. I'm sort of rooting for a Phillies-Yankees World Series. Think about that. How often do New York and Philadelphia face off in a championship situation? It doesn't feel like often, even though they're two great sports cities. Uh, And maybe I've been there, done that with Houston a little bit, right? They've been there a lot. I wouldn't mind San Diego, but San Diego-New York doesn't have the same flavor as Philadelphia-New York. So, yes, there's always great storylines. I think the Phillies are slightly better than the Padres are going to win this series despite not having home field advantage. But in my heart of hearts, I think Houston's going to roll New York. I could be wrong, um, but I think they were going to be, they were going to roll them anyway, but especially now that they had to play tonight and, you know, everything's a mess bullpen wise for the Yankees. I think Houston's going to roll them, but I would love to see that upset. I would love to see Philadelphia, New York for the, for the world series. But yeah, I think there's great storylines. Machado, you know, it's like if some of these guys getting their due finally, not due, but their chance at a World Series. Bryce Harper leaves Washington. They win the World Series. He's yet to beat a one. You know, Machado leaves Baltimore, big money. Everybody looking at him. Tatis doesn't play, and, and all of a sudden they're, they're, they're on the verge of it all. So I love all those storylines, absolutely. You wrote about the Phillies. You can read it at uh, ESPN.com. I would encourage people to go uh, check out your recent piece. And you dug in a little bit on the managerial change and what happened uh, with that team after they moved on to, to to Rob Thompson. I don't want to steal the thunder from your story, and hopefully people go read it, but as you spoke to various members of the Phillies, what was the key difference for that team after the managerial change? Yeah, I mean, it, it comes down to this, and, and it's it's been kind of Joe Girardi's, um, you know, reputation uh, is just too much micromanaging, you know. Uh, maybe it was good at one time. Maybe it would be good on a different team. But for this particular team, veteran team, Schwarber, Harper, these guys have been around the block a little bit. It was just too much of it. And Castellanos was honest. He's like, look, you've got you've to lighten up. You've got you to, gotta, you know, pull back a little bit. You can't manage every day like it's, the World Series. Now, I'm, I'm paraphrasing him. He didn't say it exactly like that, but you can see the quotes in the story. Um, they went to a guy that was just more of a relaxed atmosphere. Now, I don't know, maybe in a year or two, the players will be running the asylum there in Philadelphia, and they'll have to go back to a, a guy that Michael manages. But for this moment in time, it's pretty obvious what Rob Thompson did when he came in. He kind of backed off and let this veteran team be themselves, and it made a difference. Um, some One player mentioned, you know, like, the clubhouse is a living organism, and you got to let it breathe a certain way. And and it doesn't sound like Joe Girardi was letting it breathe the right way. It's kind of hard to explain, but I think you know it when you see it. And it's rare we get to see it in within one season. Like you make a managerial change in the off season, and then of course there's personnel changes, and then you come back and you win. You say, well, blah blah blah. Was it this? Was it that? Well, here they made one change: the manager. No personnel changes, and they took off. And I think that proves that managers do matter. The vibe, the culture matter, matters. And maybe Joe Girardi would be right in a different situation, but it's pretty obvious he wasn't right in this situation. And Thompson, a lifer um, who knows the game inside and out, knows players inside and out, turns out to be a success at least right now, and, and the players fed off of him. 
He is Jesse Rogers, covers Major League Baseball for ESPN, Chicago-based uh, writer, reporter. Jesse, thank you so much for your time. Always love talking with you, and hopefully we can do this again real soon. Okay, take care. My uh, pleasure. There's Jesse Rogers joining us here uh, on Sports Open Line. Back-to-back interviews this hour. Up next, from Channel 5, Frank Cusimano will join us as we continue with Sports Open Line right here on KMOX. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.